0: Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully, you enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to today's episode. Um, I'm taking this one today, so hopefully there'll be sort of less weeping. I've dried my tears. It took a while, but uh... <laughs> the Stoics dip up a lip like one of us is back. Yes, <laughs> you. We'll definitely get through this uh, episode rather than <laughs> maybe having to cut it just for yeah floods of tears. Um... <laughs> Mental support, <laughs> exactly. Um, we're still here as well, which is nice. Like the world has mm. not blown up. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't say that. Yeah. I feel so like heart goes out to everyone though oh, in Ukraine. Like, mm. It's just yeah. I can't imagine it. I no. I cannot imagine what it's like for everyone. I who's know over there. it's like one of those like really doesn't help in any way at all. But like obviously heart goes out and thinking mm. of them all. Yeah. So on to some more depressing stuff. Yeah. Matter. If you oh, were hoping oh, for something to cheer you up given the world's current affairs. Yeah sorry about that. I mean the case may not but listening to us and our sort of banter exactly. and happiness may. Yeah we will brighten your day. We'll be the ray of sunshine in the bleak despair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Yay. In the bleak <laughs> Um That is us. <laughs> so today's episode um, is the Sower Murders. So I think for both of us this is like a case that is really close to our hearts. Mm, it's very it's local case. Really local case. And when it happened, I was about fourteen. I mm. think you would have been nine. I was about the same age as so about Holly and ages. Jessica. Yeah. yeah. So I can't imagine. No. Like what Mum went through. No. Like, I one of my friends. Um, she actually was in the same ballet class as one of them, so she knew her. Oh, no. Yeah, I remember. That's mainly why... I don't remember much about the case when it happened, but I do remember being aware of it because they knew one of the girls. I think I was aware of it because I was that bit older and Mm. sort of getting into true crime and then obviously you being the same sort of age as these two and then being so close by. (laughs) Like, Mm. growing up, I didn't necessarily... hadn't been sort of sermon-y way really much, I didn't... Quite have um, it in my head how close it yeah. was, but I knew it was around us. But then, as an adult, sort of realizing it's like sort of less than fifty miles away from where we were. Yeah, it's just like, see, we God. went to Soham, uh, sort of way quite a bit because my friends who knew them, they lived right like I in guess one they of the done, yeah, yeah, they lived in one of the villages like next to Soham. God. So, so yeah, yeah. Well, this, as I said, like, happened in two thousand and two. So. Stones so like this little town i guess that makes me feel old to think i was like 10 10, ten. then yeah <laughs> so um so little town in cambridge and it's just like I mean, from I've been to it since, and it's just like this proper, just like English uh, little town, yeah. isn't it? Proper town that just fits with being in the fens. Yeah, you just it's rural, houses, yeah. rural houses, your local shop. Like mm. there's no cinemas or no. stuff like that. There, it's just no, no, just no. yeah, suburban living space. Yeah, not, not and a just proper like, town. not anywhere that people would. Ex- I like. I know it's stupid because this stuff happens everywhere, but it's you don't expect mm. it to happen yeah. somewhere like this, even though you know it does. Yeah, that <laughs> epitome of sort of when you hear people say, oh, you'd never expect it in a place like yeah. that. You yeah, you really, no one around there would have done at all. Mm. So, mm. um, and yeah, it was just like a town, I think, that was so similar to like where we grew up as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, yeah, it's so relatable, this case. Mm. um, So being sort of a little rural town, everyone there sort of knew everyone, as they do in our little English towns just like curtain even if... twitches everywhere yeah <laughs> and even if you don't like know someone's name like mm, you'd recognise you'd recognize them and or... be like oh look it's um so and so exactly you'd probably have a name for them made up in your head yeah so... we did that all <laughs> we did. the time we were up. horrible children we were I didn't even know our next door neighbour's real name we just called her the egg lady because we Cause... bought eggs from her yeah So it's <laughs> 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 <Just> like <laughs> <to> <laughs> clarify why we called her the yeah. egg lady I knew her husband's name Ken just because of you calling him crabby Ken all the time oh, I know so such a bad kid, made... You ter- terrorized that poor man, that poor elderly man. I'm sure he's no longer with us. Uh, he's but, not. No, um, that is sad. Yeah. But, um, I feel so bad for me and our brother growing up in our sort of. Club too. you were horrible. Didn't you start the Krabby Ken, the We Hate Ken club? No, it was Krabby Ken, it was the Krabby Ken club, yeah. But our motto, I think, was We Hate Ken, even though he was the sweetest man ever and never did like everything to deserve it, even though you'd sit and like throw blue tack onto his conservatory roof from your from Phil's bedroom window, overfeed their dog, yeah, run through their garden. Like our other brother just leant over the fence, you know, and it was just dropping a football on their flowers, yeah, even though we were horrible. Horrible kids. I used to climb into their garden and pick their flowers. I know. Do you remember that? And she was so proud of her flowers. Yeah, that's why I wanted them. They were really pretty, and we didn't have a nice garden, so no. I was like, "Oh, they're so nice looking. I want them." I do remember when I we had a swing set in our back garden. Mm-hmm, I remember that well. Yeah, and I pushed you. All over the, way the round top bar. Over the top of the swing. Yeah. And you got tangled up in the chains. Yeah. And to make you feel better I went and picked some flowers from her garden. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean- Traumatized me, terrorized them. <laughs> Do you remember when we had the bantams as well, the chickens, and we'd have to climb into their garden under cover of darkness with nets to go Together. and get them back because they'd roost in their trees. Yeah, because their wings hadn't been clipped, had they? No, we'd been stupid, and we clipped both sides, so obviously they still <laughs> worked fine because they were evened out. Oh so, no, <laughs> so, I didn't know. That. Yeah, we clipped oh. like both sides of them. So yeah, yeah. imagine that. That's probably what kids in this village were getting up to. Yeah. It was very similar. <laughs> um, Typical, like, kid hijinks. Yeah. Everyone listening to this is thinking, I never did that oh, as a yeah. kid. You're shit. Like, you are shitty kids. <laughs> <laughs> we did have fun. Adventures. Like, we were very, like, you we know, were a famous bit wild yeah. Enid Blyton. Yeah. That... Feral children. <laughs> yeah. Free range, I think they yeah. called them. Yeah, <laughs> free range. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. So, in this sort of case, sadly, the two victims are Holly Wells and Jessica Chapman. Um, And as I said, they're 10 years old, so your sort of age at the Mm -hmm. time. Um, And also, my eldest is 11. Um, Yeah, younger than her, on. Yes, they're younger than her. That's scary. And I just can't imagine her sort of in this situation. Literally, it's heartbreaking. Mm. Um, So, it all started on the 4th of August in 2002. Um, and both Jessica and Holly were at the barbecue around at Holly's house. Mm, and again, oh that's gosh. just like such a British, typical yeah. summer's day. The like... minute there's a glint of sunshine, get the barbecue out. And in August. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I know our family mm. my husband's family all our friends and everything that's what you're looking forward to like the year starts and it starts getting spring weather and you're mm. just like i can't wait to get yeah. the barbecue out in the summer even now like i can see some of the blossom like starting on the trees now and i'm like yeah. oh my god good weather's coming like we'll be able to go out and do stuff ciders in the beer garden oh, and a barbecue pub lunch with pub chips yeah with a oh. nice cold cider mm. oh. After a nice walk. Yeah. We sound so great. We do. Going to get a 99 on the promenade. We love a 99. But they don't cost 99p anymore. No. We digress. Um, (laughs) So Jessica and Holly have been best friends since they were four years old. They've like gone to the same nursery together. No way. Um, And obviously living in the same town. And now they were going to the same primary Mm. school. Um, Gosh, that makes me think of me and my friend. Yeah. Cara as well because obviously we were friends since before I remember because yeah. mum and her mum knew each other in our home education group yeah. so I I don't know when we met each other you just we just grew up friends. together and yeah. our families were so close so yeah that's yeah. like these two um, mm. Holly was a majorette so that's like, you know, the kids with the batons, batons that turning. they twirl about and uh, like... With the little ribbons and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Which Aww. is so cute. I love watching like... Yeah. Where they wear Madrid. sort of, almost like a little mini military outfit. Yeah, the little of, like military like, hat. hats. Yeah. And, oh, that's, that's adorable. Fantastic. And I always, you get them at all the country fairs. Yeah, I always kind of think of that as more of an American thing. I don't really yeah. associate that with England. Or... Really, it is such a British thing. Cause in America, I think you'd have like mini cheerleaders, probably. I don't know. Yeah, nerd. I don't. I've know, seen I major acting. I mean, I'm talking from watching like TV shows and films, so <laughs> I might be totally wrong. Um, I always, I think maybe because we always saw them at country yeah. fairs, like major acts to me. Yeah, they're definitely they're well. there with the dancing diggers. I was <laughs> just about to say, and the dancing diggers. <laughs> Look it up if you don't yeah, know what we're talking about. I've told Troy about the Dancing Diggers and he, like, can't... He's blown away by it. He can't even, like, imagine it. <laughs> I'll try and find that YouTube clip and put it in yeah. our sources. We had this most, like, twee country fair that would always be in our local village every summer. Do you remember them having... There was the exciting, like, slowest tractor race. Yeah. And it'd be whoever could get the tractor to go the slowest without, without stalling. stalling. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well riveting to our
0: childhood. <laughs> oh. Je- so Jessica and Holly, to be fair, probably depends how sad their families were. Went yeah. to possibly one of these country fairs. Because yeah. again they're so close. Yeah, and there are country fairs like everywhere in England in the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to go to one now. I want to go to the Norfolk Show because that's a good one. I don't know, Suffolk Show's better. I've not been to the Suffolk Show. <sighs> Okay, we we'll, we'll are yeah, do we're both com- this summer. Yeah, we'll go to both and do, like, a little comparison thing about them. We'll do, do, do a bonus episode, which yeah. you can yeah. completely ignore. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, so, yeah, Holly was a major act... Um, and Jessica was kind of the opposite. She was really into her football. Mm-hmm. And she played like on the local like girls football team. Oh. Um, and it's always mentioned in like all the sources, obviously, what like big Manchester United fans they yeah, were. Yeah, because there's that classic yeah. picture, that uh, haunting picture of them Which, in the matching... Yeah. T- th- was that taken the day that they disappeared? Of them in yeah, those matching was. t-shirts? Yeah, get oh. on to that. Um, I'm ruining <laughs> your my... timeline now, just like you were in mine yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, So Manchester United, for anyone who's not, like, British, is, like, one of the top football clubs that we've got here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so them being fans of them wasn't unusual. Like, growing up, I remember that people were either Man U fans or Liverpool fans. It was like, one or the other. (laughs) Um, So Jessica's parents said that on top of her love of football, she just, like, loved sport in general. Mm -hmm. Um, They described her as a fan of S Club 7 and Steps. Oh, Which, like, you were for the stars Clannery Clannery mountain, mountain higher i'm sorry for that. <laughs> but yeah i was just gonna say she's really making me think of me yeah. as a kid except you weren't really into sports were you i did you? trampolining horse riding okay. martial arts archery that's a good point. um <laughs> yeah. yeah like you yeah you were never into football no but that's because uh i had my ankle broken playing football when i was like seven yeah so you made to walk on it for three days i was you pushed me over into a bookcase with I my didn't broken know ankle. Your ankle was Broke. <laughs> so um again like s club seven and steps were like such yeah. big pop bands at the time they really they were, were. god um, the early 2000s was we should just forget it happened no the early 2000s was amazing but that's when i was like going through my music yeah, phase I was like 15 and it was good charlotte yeah that's the thing you Green had like Day the punk and, rock and yeah. stuff whereas i was that poppy little, tween yeah i was that younger where you had the pop Music, yeah. Do you remember what was it? S Club Seven Juniors. Oh yeah, yeah, were, yeah. God. Um, so yeah, <laughs> there was like a TV show about them or yeah, something, was, and you loved it. Did oh no, I did. I'd forgotten about that. <gasps> oh, I reckon again, they must have watched stuff like that. Yeah, and oh god, like Jessica was like. They were such like, like you were, like I remember you being such a kid, and I think mm. obviously they were the same. Like, Jessica was still scared of the dark Aww. and bugs and spiders, which you weren't. No. Yeah. Wasn't scared of bugs and spiders. Um, I didn't like spiders. I still don't really like yeah, them, but I'm not, not scared of them. No. But like, the dark. I suppose she's definitely, more. Definitely, yeah. She reminds me more of my eldest. Like, she's scared of the dark and she still slept with her bedroom light on, mm. which, like, obviously, gosh, my eldest does. Yeah. It's just like, I oh. cannot do that. I've got the uh, other form of like <laughs> sort of fears and problems where like it has to be like pitch black, totally silent. Wow. Otherwise, I can't sleep. That's Perfect crazy. temperature. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> uh, holiday, um, kind of the complete opposite. It's amazing. Jessica. Like, so cool that they were such close friends. Yeah. And, like, it reminds me, like, they were described as, like, sisters. Like, oh. they were that close, they were like, sisters. Because mm. we're close, but very different. Very opposite. Yeah. And it's, like, um, my eldest two. Mm. Sort of, they like are the night and day opposite, yeah. Mm. But, obviously, they're really close as sisters, yeah. and it's like that, like, obviously... Eldest ones, like, scared of spiders into mm. sports and martial arts yeah. and stuff like that. But then you've got my middle one, who seems more like Holly, sort of. She's, girly. Yeah, a lot more. A total girly girl, she was mm. described as. Loves dresses and dancing and, like, doing makeup. And oh, wow. It's just, it's, yeah, really struck me that they were such good and close friends. Mm. But then if they were, like, sisters, that makes sense with them being total opposite in a yeah. way. Like... <laughs> Oh. So yeah, both girls were sort of given the independence as well at that age. I'm guessing like similar to what we've talked to about before. You know, they're sort of ten, they're going mm-hmm. to be going up to high school soon. Sort of just trying to foster that yeah. independence in them. So I they... remember the excitement being a kid of like reaching double figures. Yeah. And it being like, Oh my god, I'm like Old now, I've got two digits digits in my age. age. Yeah, I remember that. It's like such a like coming of age thing. Yeah, (laughs) I guess I was also excited about being double figures because I got a dog for my birthday. I thought you were gonna go with you may have got a Hogwarts letter, but no, No. I never really expected that to happen. I did. (laughs) I still wish that. I mean, if I got the letter now, I would turn around and go. Like I would Yeah, I probably. I mean. It sounds awful. Don't. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. But I probably would just be like, I'm not passing up this opportunity. Like, I can go to Hogwarts and I'll become a witch. I'll see you in the holidays. Yeah, like, come live in Scotland, and I'll see you like on the weekends and in holidays. Yeah, that would be love if he did, though. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I guess to be fair, if I went now at being nearly twenty nine. Maybe we'd get like a little cottage in Hogsmeade because mm. living in a dormitory with like eleven-year-olds might I don't be think weird. Let you do no, that. <laughs> <laughs> you'd just be like a mature student. We just like commutes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would suck. Not getting to like board there and be like, oh, I get to stay over and have like breakfast in the Great Hall. But you can always just get up really early and go get breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> probably would happen anyway. Because <laughs> I mean, you'd be so excited about yeah. going to school for the day and learning exactly. magic, So... Oh, That's what that. made me s- I'm totally going off on a tangent but I hated how Harry never bothers to study despite how magical it must be to yeah. get to go to wizard school after uh, yeah. you've only been a muggle exactly and study magic yeah. uh, like I the history of magic that they all moan about I want to know everything about the history of magic
1: yeah like, he potions. does not oh my God.
0: deserve that opportunity no got. I'm sorry no <laughs> sorry boycott Harry <laughs> <laughs> cancel Harry yeah <laughs> um, so yeah no, they were trying to sort of get them sort of more independent whether they were going to go to Hogwarts or the local high school mm-hmm. um, so they were allowed to go around each other's houses with permission um, mm. other friends' houses that the parents knew and also like to the local sweet shop oh just <clears throat> oh my god um, we'll so yeah on the 4th of August as I said uh, Jessica was around Holly's house at mm. the barbecue mm-hmm. um, and they were having a catch up because uh, they'd Jessica had been um, on holiday for two weeks to oh. Menor Men- Oh, I can't say it. Menorca. Menorca. That's oh, the one I was just about to say because they're only really like a week or two into their summer holidays as well. Yeah. So you've still got that proper like summer excitement. Yeah. So but... yeah, she'd just come back Aww. and she'd like brought this necklace that said "love" on it that she Aww, wanted to give to Holly. That's so sweet. Oh, no. That really makes me think of like me and my friend growing up. Yeah. Where like we'd send each other postcards. I mean. Yeah. Generally, she sent me postcards because we never went on holiday. But (laughs) things like that. Oh, that's lovely. Um, So they were round, sort of, yeah, playing and sort of up in their bedroom. um, And just after 5 pm, the girls came out of Jessica's bedroom wearing matching outfits. Because Holly. That's so cute. Yeah. um, Had gone round wearing like a different set of clothes. Mm hmm. Um, and then she sort of changed into Jessica's 12-year-old brother's football kit so that they could match. I never knew that that was why they had matching. I thought they both just owned the same. No, she went round, and that's what um, Jessica was wearing. So then Holly went and borrowed Jessica's older brother's set so that she could match with her. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Wow. Um, So that was the the Man Man manu sort of football kit. Were Um, they did they when they disappeared were they both still wearing those yeah mm-hmm. um and like something that i would totally do jessica's mum saw them like in their matching outfits and yeah. she was just like they're just so cute i've got to take a picture of them." yeah this. but then sadly like obviously that's the picture that they yeah. used the last picture of them the missing and... posters yeah. and which is just Aww. um so about 5:30 p.m. Um, just after the girls decided to go and walk to get some sweets. Oh, sorry. At five thirty p.m., the girls sort of left the house after the mum had taken the picture <laughs> to go and get some sweets. But they didn't let anyone know. That oh, did they not? That's what they were doing. Oh, so they didn't ask to go. No. They just. They just went. oh so... See, I can't imagine being ten and no. just going. But then, like we've said before, we didn't grow up in a area where we could just go out the house. Yeah, and exactly. go? We're on a main road. But, yeah. And <laughs> uh, normally I think they would ask, but obviously um because... Jessica's parents were having mm. a barbecue yeah. with their friends, they were busy talking, mm. they probably just thought I oh, would we'll yeah, be we're back before out. they die. Yeah. Mm. Um but sadly it wasn't until now some sources say eight PM mm-hmm. um some other ones say eight thirty PM. Okay. But it wasn't until around that time that Jessica's parents noticed that they weren't home. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of half five to eight, eight thirty. Yeah. So they thought they're just like playing up in Jessica's mm. bedroom, sort of being doing mm. that, like they'd been doing all day. Yeah. Um. And then it was getting towards their bedtime, so they oh. were going to go and get them down to say, you know, good night to the people that were around at mm-hmm. the barbecue. Um. I think it was Jessica's mum went up to the bedroom to sort of get yeah. them both to come down, and she noticed that they weren't in there. Mm-hmm. God, imagine being like ten and having a eight or eight thirty p.m. bedtime. Ours was so much earlier. My eldest is earlier than that. Yeah. when That's the thing. I remember being 10 or 11 and wanting to stay up, but being told it was like my bedtime at 7 or 7.30. Yeah, 7.30 for my eldest. But it's not go up to bed, lights out, you must go to sleep. It's just go up to your room, read your books or whatever. Yeah. You're in bed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you're winding down. Exactly. Chilling out. (laughs) So yeah, sort of 8.30... They noticed that the girls were missing. Oh God! Um, later in the investigation, they like examined the phone bills, mm. and that is obviously it must be a sign of the time, mm-hmm. um, because they were able to work out that the girls were on the internet from oh. between five eleven p.m. and five thirty-two p.m. Oh, so I it think was it must have been long when, enough like... ago for dial-up internet. It must yeah. have been right. But you've got you can't use the phone if you're using the internet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, because I remember being a teenager and still getting like really upset and annoyed with mum because they'd be like, I need to use the phone, get off the internet. (laughs) So I just read that and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like Mm. you you don't even think of that stuff anymore. No. It's Um, unthinkable. (laughs) Yeah. They also, when they did like that sort of examination of the computer and the phone bills and everything, found that the girls had sent a few emails. Okay. Um. So at this point, like police, were they spent a lot of time and effort sort of trying to find out if those emails were maybe to someone who was grooming them Mm. and then like set uh, up a meeting place to go meet them that night um but we'll get back to that i think that's getting a little bit ahead of ourselves in the timeline so sure so if we go back to where they've just been noticed that they were Mm -hmm. missing um they initially thought that maybe they'd just gone over to like Holly's house. Yeah, like, you know, okay, we've like done. Yeah, what they're we bored. Want to hear. They're going, bored. Yeah. Let's just go over to your house now. Um, so her Jessica's parents ran Holly's, um, who then obviously confirmed that no, the girls weren't with them. So, Holly's parents weren't at the barbecue. No. Oh, see, so I thought they were at the barbecue. No. Oh, the Holly girl. had gone over to see Jessica because they hadn't seen each other mm. for two weeks. Um but I don't think their parents were friendly, friendly yeah. like that. They knew each other, their kids oh, were friends, God. but it was different. I can't imagine having to ring up someone's parents and say, your child who was with us has gone missing. Like, under our oh, care. No. Obviously, I'm not at all. Like, it was their fault, but you'd still Definitely feel not, so, you... like, responsible. Yeah, I can't imagine mm, that at no. all. It's, like, bad enough if someone holds you their baby and you accidentally, like... I'm always terrified of doing that. (laughs) I know. So at this point um, both sets of parents start ringing around all the girls other friends um, Mm -hmm. with like increasing urgency and worry because obviously they're all confirming that no they're not with them Mm. either. So did Holly and Jessica, obviously again early 2000s. Yeah. So I know it wasn't necessarily common I'm assuming neither of them had a mobile phone. Jessica did. Oh okay so yeah but they didn't get a call from it they tried yeah. ringing it um and it just like went to voicemail mm. it wouldn't connect oh so yeah at this point Jessica's dad um he was called Kevin mm-hmm he'd realized that he'd had too much to drink at the barbecue to be able to drive properly oh, no. so he actually got his like bike like push bike oh um, and just started cycling around so i'm looking for them oh um, my god just i cannot imagine how you'd be feeling no, like I... the panic and like after you've been having like such a nice day, day. day and evening yeah. to just suddenly flip like that yeah. And Jessica's brother, so the one that Holly borrowed the football Mm. kit from, the 12-year-old, he also joined his dad on his bike searching as well, which just... Mm. And I guess at that point, potentially, you wouldn't you wouldn't be letting yourself maybe think the worst. Mm. No. You would be thinking, we're going to find them, Yeah, you know, we're going to cycle down a street and see them at the park. Exactly. Or... That, and that's mm. sort of the hope that they tried to hold on to. Yeah. Um, Holly's parents who were Leslie and Sharon, they started searching in their cars because um, mm. they obviously haven't been at the barbecue. Yeah. And they like were going about some in different directions mm-hmm. so that you know they could hopefully yeah. cross them. Yeah, because it's only a small village. Yeah. It's, you wouldn't take the, long to go around it the thing it. that would be going through my head that would make me worry as well is that it's fenland and there's yeah. lots of like really deep i don't know what you want to call them like almost like canals of water yeah. between the fields they are and, canals yeah and like yeah. drainage ditches yeah. and stuff yeah and just yeah like vast expanses of just like farmland and yeah. stuff where yeah um so Yeah, at 9.56pm, that's when, with no sign of the girls, Sharon, who was Holly's Mm mum, she decided that they had to phone the police now. Yeah. So, within minutes, the police were at Holly's house, um, and they'd got a list from the girls' parents of who the girls' friends were, Um, Mm -hmm. so they went around their doors, each and every one of their friends looking for them, and following it up, which, like, I don't know, maybe we're just lucky, but... Like, to me, that doesn't seem unusual, like, an unusual response or quickness no, from the police. But I think maybe that may just be we're lucky yeah. with where we live. Yeah, cause... we are in a very rural area where there's not yeah. a ton going on, so things that happen would be high priority. Yeah. And they'd have the kind of manpower to yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. It's not much else going on, is there? They like, can easily no. just, like, drop stuff and mm. respond. Um... And while they're doing that, as you said, um, you asked about the mobile phone. So yeah. police were trying to sort of track and locate oh, where it was. Oh, kind of trace like the pings yeah, whatever. Yeah, from the masts and that. Mm. Um, by 1am, so th- this was back in obviously the early 2000s, so it wasn't mm. as quick as mm. they'd be able to do it now, I yeah. don't think. Because it took them until 1am to track it down as being in Soham or in the countryside, just outside of Soham. Okay. So quite a broad, Still broad area. Yeah. And it's um, taken them hours to get to that. Yeah, oh, gosh. but I suppose they're thinking well, at least the girls are still in the area. Yeah. yeah. Um. So mm. they the, they managed to as well top up Jessica's credit on her phone, um, which just in case she'd run out. Oh yeah. Um, so she gosh, because it was back in the day it where like back. you could just you would sort of top it up yeah. online or whatever. Yeah. But I may be wrong. But I thought even back then like obviously ringing 999 is mm-hmm. free yeah. and if you've got no signal with your network operator yeah, it, it will goes use to any, any network available. operator. Yeah. But then I guess they're also thinking that you know being sort of 10 years old maybe, yeah, maybe. she'd only feel comfortable ringing her mum or her dad because yeah. like, it's instilled in you so much as a kid over here you don't ring 999 unless it's a proper emergency mm-hmm. and I know being a a kid I would be thinking like, Okay, well does this count as a proper emergency? Will I get in trouble? Will they arrest me? Exactly. (laughs) So I think they were thinking, well, at least that way she can ring her parents if she's worried about that Mm -hmm. and they were worried that, you know, maybe one of them was hurt somewhere and wasn't you know, they were staying together but needing help. Mm. Um so the search for the girls went on all night. um, and by Mm. six thirty AM after checking everywhere that they could think of, the girls' families were just like emotionally, physically yeah. exhausted. because you would just be thinking, what the hell could have happened to them? Yeah. I don't know. you know what to think. When we were at a Christmas fair, and that time I turned round and my eldest yeah, it was, just wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. And it was only like two minutes till we found her. Like, she'd done what I always told her to do, which was go and find a policeman. Oh, bless her. But. <laughs> In those two minutes, like it was the longest two minutes of my life, because mm-hmm. you're just like, they. She was nowhere around. Yeah, it was just like where do I even start looking? Like where's she? Yeah, got? has someone just taken her and run. Because if they have exactly, no one would know because you're in a crowded fair. Yeah. no one's gonna look at somebody who's carrying a child. So I can't imagine that feeling dragging no. on all night. Oh, gosh, but sadly it did for Holly and Jessica's parents. Um, so. I, after doing all that they could that night, they just, like, had no option but to, like, wait and rely on the police to mm. do that. I just don't know exactly. what you'd even do with yourself. Cause, no. Like, you, I don't think... Obviously, you can't go do anything. You're not going to go to work. And, no. But at the same time, sitting just in the house, the house would be, like, help. absolutely yeah. unbearable, I think. Yeah. Mm. So, by Monday morning, which is the morning after the girls went missing... Mm. So they were... It was a Sunday. Yeah, it was a Sunday. The rest of the community was sort of learning about Jessica and Holly's disappearance. So everyone, of course, wanted them to be able to be brought home safe. Yeah. So, um so many people like even forces stationed at the american air bases that are nearby so lake and heath and Mildenhall joined in oh wow which again like it's we a really know big response it is but we know people from those bases yeah like, one of my besties is like from there until she got stationed yeah, back in America. i train with people at my martial yeah. arts who are stationed on there and... and it's just like of course they would they're Such nice people, yeah. yeah? I can't imagine them being like, Well, no, we're not. No, they are kind of like they are still somehow like part of the community, yeah. Like they really get involved and really do. Mm. Um, so the police started their investigations into it because obviously they're getting worried at this point, Mm. um, and they received thousands of phone calls so this... Started off with two hundred and fifty officers working to try and find the girls on that Monday. Two hundred fifty. Two hundred and fifty. Wow. That later went up to about seven hundred. Were working on the investigation. By I didn't the end even of know it. we had that many police round here because we're so rural. They brought in people from other areas as mm. well. so. wow. Um, so everyone, as I said, was helping search the area like in grids. You know how they mm-hmm. do with like the sticks and just prodding the undergrowth and everything, yeah. just hoping to find something. But oh they just didn't. Um,
1: so and by that
0: point, you're just going to be thinking, like, how are we going to find them? Yeah, especially being, as we said, the Fenlands. Like. Yeah. So Detective Superintendent Hankins said that while they still hoped it was like an adventure gone wrong, mm. they also were having they were aware of the fact that the girls didn't take any money with them, they didn't yeah. have any food with them, and they were just, like, in this little football kit with shorts and just yeah. a t-shirt even though it's august england is not it gets warm overnight yeah. mm. so he's just like they weren't even dressed for the weather Mm-mm. so Hank... and you'd be thinking they're 10 yeah. and one of them does have a mobile phone yeah like they you'd be thinking they surely would have found yeah. some way to contact somebody and i think hankins took it so personally as well because he said he had a 10 year old daughter oh himself so he just felt like such this responsibility to yeah. find them kind of thing where i just think if you're working on something like that how do you even let your child out of the house yeah it's like our brother um, is a nurse and he worked in a and e and he's got two daughters and he said like when they brought in kids to a and e yeah they had to work deal on with it. Was, yeah. yeah the same age as his he just couldn't do yeah did excitingly end up with him working uh, on Richard Hawkins. Yes. Instead. No, Stephen Hawkins. Oh, <laughs> my God. Richard Hawkins. Stephen, Stephen Hawkins. Hawkins the, the scientist. The scientist. No, I'm sure there's a Richard Hawkins somewhere. There's <laughs> a Richard Dawkins. Maybe that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Stephen Hawkins. I am a moron. Oh. Uh, we'll move on yeah. so that you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, by Monday afternoon, um, mm. with they're still like normally with no sign of like children have gone missing. Police still wait like a few days before they do a press conference really? with the parents. That seems really at least at like a time, long time to leave it. Yeah, because with especially at like missing child cases, isn't it the first forty eight hours are the most crucial? Yeah, but I think they want to focus on getting all the leads and that, don't they? As opposed to I suppose, but. I, I just... think it's the fact that it was like less than twenty-four hours later. Yeah, fair is enough. What yeah. was you'd still be thinking in the context of it, yeah? Um, well. But they did actually have the parents make a public appeal for the safe return oh, of Jessica cannot... and Holly. Ugh. So in the press conference, Jessica's mum said that we forgive them. Just come home. Jessica knows how to use a phone, and it's a mystery she hasn't phoned us. is mm. just. I think you would be thinking like they're confident, competent children. Yeah, like, they go out round their friends yeah. all the time. and we live and in a safe community. Yeah. like but, You'd just be hoping that it was just, yeah. as you said, they're worried, they've done something, they're just nervous to come home. Yeah. So that's what she was hoping. Um, and on Tuesday, so this is now like two days after the girls went missing. Mm. Um, the police had David Beckham go on TV asking the oh, wow. girls to either go home or be let to. Wow. Which like, I don't remember happening, but that would that's have been a big such a celebrity, big yeah. Like um, he's still a pretty big celebrity now, yeah. Like back then when he was properly like a man, you player, yeah. and just like well, part of his football fame at least, like twice. Mm. I. Yeah, I'm surprised I don't remember that. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, It also makes me feel slightly like, I'm not like his biggest fan, that makes me feel slightly more like, oh, kind of nice. Yeah. Like he actually did that. He's not just like, pay me however much and I'll do it. Yeah. I'm sure some people (laughs) may Yeah. Yeah. So that was on the Tuesday and then on the Wednesday, so another whole day passed. So it's been three days now. Three days police started bringing in specialist search teams as well as people from scotland yard and wow. specialists in the raf so they were just like we're not finding anything this is we need mm. help that's so strange and you to think, not find anything and so in such they must be such a little rural police force mm. like i mean good on them for recognizing that yeah. it's out like out, but, they're out of their depths. but yeah. yeah they're so when you're that it rural to you, deal with yeah it. you're not going to like that's the thing. I guess maybe that's why it got such a big response as well. Like, missing children around here is not a common thing. No. No, no even, like, runaways don't mm. tend to be. No. Um, so they did a reconstruction with two actresses who actually had their hair cut to look more like the girls, wow. which is like, that's commitment. Yeah. Um. So they were just hoping that that would, like, jog someone's mm-hmm. memory, someone would remember something um this though sadly led to the police getting false report after false reports oh. um so they even went to the length of asking like kids not to wear man u tops until the girls have been found oh, wow like it was that bigger mm. like we don't want false sightings we don't want the parents to have false hope can you just yeah. like do this small thing of not wearing a man u top please until wow. this is all covered like mm. that was still sort of Bit further into the past, where people maybe actually did stuff for each other <laughs> back then. Um, so early on, a man came forward to the police to inform them that he thought he'd been one of the last people to see Jessica oh. and Holly alive. Do you guess I was instantly to it was? No, it wasn't the person. This was Ian Huntley, no so a caretaker at the local school. Obviously, I know this case. I'm not wanting to spoil anything, Life. but um so he told police he'd been outside his house washing his dog when the girls walked by like he had washing this, his dog yeah he had a big like alsatian dog okay <laughs> i guess i suppose troy's family have an alsatian and to be fair anytime ruby. she's needed a bath she yeah. does not do she doesn't do baths but anytime we've tried to force her to have some kind of bath yeah it's outside in yeah, the yard we've got an outside <laughs> tap with a hose yeah. and that's where we'd wash ruby like oh. Mm. Um, chocolate labrador yeah like i don't want her in the house like filthy and stinking <laughs> poor little thing <laughs> Hang on, like the complete opposite of you. yeah <laughs> yesterday we got hermes like filthy in the mud and we, yeah. like, ran into my friend Esther Yeah. Um, out in the woods. And we were right near her house. So yeah. Troy said, like, oh, can we hose him down in your garden? Yeah. And then I was like, no, because he's <laughs> going to get cold. And he doesn't like being cold. <laughs> so we took him home and gave him a nice warm bath so, with his Manuka honey mango shampoo. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you spoil these dogs? <laughs> my dog just, like, gets, like, the... Purple dog shampoo and a hose outside. Wow! And if she's too muddy when you get her back from the walk, and it's too cold to give her a bath, she gets shut in the kitchen oh, until she's dried insane. off. I could not do that. She does do have a bed in the kitchen and like <laughs> poor baby. Not coming uh, in the carpets or wow. on the sofa. Whereas Hermes has jumpers because he gets cold. <laughs> he uh... okay. No, Ruby does have like little because she cut one of her paws one time when we took her out because mm-hmm. some asshole had left like bottles on. <sighs> In like this pond that kids and dogs played in, it's natural heath. Oh, oh, what an asshole! So she cut her paw right open. So um, we actually got her little booties that she now wears that got rubber soles on them. Cute. Okay. Yeah. Do you love her? Yeah. Well, yeah, you buy her like so much at Christmas. She gets the same spent on him on um, her Christmas presents as the children do on their main Christmas presents. Yeah, wow. (laughs) I mean, we get ours like an advent calendar, but each. But I mean, also we found out Hermie is bloody intolerant to grains, so we can't feed him like food with grain in it. Yeah, it's great. Like he's just such a pain, but. (laughs) (laughs) anyway Um, so yeah so this was um, Ian Huntley he said he was washing his dog as the girls walked by, which I think makes sense I guess yeah when it's like no he's a heartless monster already (laughs) yeah I mean I don't need any more proof than that lock him up he's a dick (laughs) 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 and give me his dog So... (laughs) so um his house was like actually in the grounds of the high school. He was like the caretaker, of, which I didn't know. I didn't know it was in the grounds. Yeah, it's in the grounds. That feels. I guess just, again, like, twenty years ago, I yeah. guess there wasn't so much and it was, like, safeguarding out of the way and stuff. Yeah, and I think it was only like just inside the grounds, mm. um, but it was really secluded. And he paid like eighty pounds a month or something oh my God, for rent. Wow, As, like part of his deal for working there. It's insane. Bloody hell! I know. Like, you know, waiter. To fuck up something good. Yeah. Um, So he said the girls had stopped to talk to him as his his girlfriend, Maxine Carr, um, she was a teaching assistant at the girls' school. Mm -hmm. um, And Everywhere I've read, um, all the sources that I've like looked at say that Carr was one of the girls' favorite teachers. Oh. Like they got on so well with her, they she hadn't actually got her contract renewed, and oh. um, so she was going to be leaving. Oh. Um, and the girls actually like did her like a leaving card with good luck with where you end up, and oh. don't go too far. Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing about that. Um, so he said that obviously the girls stopped to uh, talk to him and ask about her. Mm. Um, he said he didn't speak to the girls for long as Carl was upstairs in the bath, okay. um, which she corroborated to the police. Right. Um. And so Jessica and Holly apparently left, and he carried on washing his dog. I guess that's why he was washing it outside. The bath's being used to wash mm. the dog outside. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now since. Going to the police with this account, Huntley started to insert himself into the investigation, mm. constantly checking in with police to see how the investigation was going, as well as having multiple media appearances. Okay. Which kind yeah. of suspicious. Yeah, it's never good, is it, when people start inserting themselves in yeah, the investigation. Who yeah, who aren't exactly related to them? Yeah. yeah. Um... Now, on one of the appearances that he did on TV, he was recounting his story about being one of the last people to see the girls. Mm -hmm. Um, And he appeared to get really emotional while stating, they haven't run away. They didn't have a care in the world. Right. So, if you already know this case, like, obviously, Becca does, I do. Um, That's fucking sick. Because, like, spoilers now. Huntley knew for a fact that Jessica and Holly didn't run away from home. He mm-hmm. knew they didn't leave his house. Yeah. So just absolutely disgusting. Mm. Um, But again, that's a point we'll come back to after that spoiler for you all. Yeah. Um, because at this point, despite growing suspicions about Huntley, um, the police didn't... They, they were just suspicious at this point. Mm. Um, so it wouldn't actually be until the 17th of August, which was oh. 13 days after Jessica and Holly God, disappeared, that a fortnight Huntley and Carr would be arrested. Mm. So in the days leading up to their arrest, police had managed to like narrow down where Jessica's phone was further. Ah, uh, okay. So they hadn't <clears> given <throat> up with just like, oh, it's in Soham. Yeah. They, they like, carried they on could working go on it. They further than that. Yeah, yeah, but it obviously just took time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd narrowed it down to an area around Huntley's house. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which, Interesting. You know, yeah. Why? Her Last phone person lying to there? see them. Phone, phone nearby. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Um, and then in a building on the high school campus that Huntley had access to, which he initially denied. He was like, No, I don't have access to that building. Why would you deny that? The school's gonna fucking know. Yeah, and they like got his caretaker keys that showed he did have a key yeah. to it like what a moron yep um they found the burnt remains of Jessica and Holly's U tops oh. so they were like in a like metal garbage bin i think oh. in a oh. bin bag and the bin bag had Huntley's fingerprints on it surprise surprise Shocker. also i mean not i mean i don't know but <laughs> what a moron to not make sure he burnt the clothes properly like, yeah. that they found remains of them still. Yeah. Would you not burn them until there was nothing left? You'd if think, you're trying to cover you? up evidence. Yeah. They think he got really spooked and, like, um, he got really nervous in this period mm-hmm. between being one of the last people to see the girls. Yeah. And obviously when the girls were found. mm mm-hmm. um, So that's one of the reasons why he initially went to the police to tell them that he'd been the last one to see, because he was just like... his tracks Yeah, he was paranoid that someone had seen Mm -hmm. him with the girls, and he was just like, well, I've got to that So realistically, him going and telling them that might be what caused them to associate him with the case. Possibly. I mean, it may have not been too bad if then you hadn't kept on like inserting himself in the investigation and obviously narrowing it down Down the the cell phone down yeah and obviously if that was one of the last places to see they're going to look around there for the you know evidence and which they luckily found um and really like a massive coincidence you know when stuff like adds up and it's just like it feels like such a coincidence that it can't just be a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> a bit too much of a coincidence. To... Yeah. Yeah. Just almost like like fate or something's mm-hmm. directing it. Because they found, obviously, the clothes that day. And then the same day... So bear in mind, this was like almost two weeks after the girls mm-hmm. go missing. They find the burnt clothes. And then on the same day, a man walking near Lake and Heath Air Base um, made the tragic discovery of the burned bodies of Jessica oh. and Holly. But to find them the same day that yeah. they find their clothes just seems... That is spooky. quite coincidental, yeah. yeah. Um, but they were in a ditch next to a dirt track. Oh, yeah, because they were in um, Setford Forest, weren't they? Not or sort of nearby. Quite, yeah, nearby. Mm. Um, down this like little track that very few people knew about and you had to go through like, a gate and stuff and it just led to this really yeah. secluded area. Mm. Um, that does scare me about, like, the fact that I walk the dogs all the time and all over the countryside is... Like, I'm always scared that I'm one day going to come across, like, a dead body. (laughs) And you'll think it's a mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. I I always... See, that's not my worry. Like, I always walk, like, Ruby or do my runs and that, like... And I always have my headphones in Mm. listening to true crime (laughs) podcasts. (laughs) And I'm just, like surely that's got to like account for something like it'd be a bit ironic if <laughs> yeah. i got murdered or went missing while listening to yeah podcast exactly, in the dark yeah that would be <laughs> definitely... that's what i'm going with god <laughs> uh. i did once find what looked like a like really dodgy site near us where there was just like this bloody rock oh and then we went back the next day and the bloody rock had disappeared okay that are you sure it wasn't a <laughs> crime scene i don't know but you can't ring that in can you well, no. like, there was, was a bloody rock but it's not there now please believe me <laughs> wow <laughs> um anyway um yeah, need to so you told light me light off for finger. accidentally hitchhiking last week but now you're like oh yeah i've uncovered a crime scene didn't do anything about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure it wasn't i go jogging in the dark like <laughs> yeah listening to true crime yeah um but no uh Back to the case because mm. this bit's yeah. really interesting. Trying, but... I was trying to put off us getting to like the bodies. I was I like, know. let's just keep talking about. Yeah, something things. nice, yeah. nicer, nicer ish. Yeah, well, yeah. like, that's that. Yeah, hypothetical as opposed to real. Yeah, mm. um, but no, so they found uh Jessica and Holly's bodies. Um, <sighs> were they just out in the open? Yeah, they were just oh, down, like they said they were down, a, in down a ditch the side or of the yeah. stitch, so mm. like on the side of the. Yeah, you know, the bank of the ditch. So I guess like You're walking. You could see down yeah. and just see their bodies down um, there. Obviously, as well, they were naked. Cause yeah, they stripped them and burnt their clothes. Um, oh. and their bodies and were them burnt as well. He'd also get yeah, tried to burn them. Oh god! Um, and then they had to stay there for two days. Because no. they were working the site and looking at it forensically, oh, so they couldn't. They couldn't move the girls. I can't imagine just knowing that your child's body is just lying out there in the woods, yeah, like overnight and you can't and have have alone. Them back. I yeah, that would be, I think the bit that like literally broke my heart mm. like, overnight when they're there alone. Like you just want to go and sit there. Yeah, with them. like God. see. You're, like, managing to read all this, though. I'm just thinking, like, if this was me, I would. this is where I'd be crying again right now. It's, I nearly did just now. I was like, I'm not even reading the case. I know. And to be fair, that one set me off a little bit, because yeah. I just think... No, like, I didn't know they had to keep the bodies out there. Th- there's times when I, like, read, like, doing the research for this podcast, or, like, watch something and anything, and it's something that's happened to a kid, mm. and it just makes me want to go and, like, hug. yeah my three Mm -hmm. and it's just like I can't go upstairs and wake them up and hug them but you just want to be near them and know that they're okay yeah so I I just can't imagine um but it's at this point um an interesting bit will go on so it's not but it's interesting I I found it interesting anyway police called in Patricia Wiltshire so she was a forensic botanist so she was she was investigating the site and she made like several key like really interesting to me discoveries so firstly there's like obviously we have tons of stinging nettles that are everywhere here <laughs> yeah. um, especially in ditches or anywhere you walk mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah they <fucking> are <laughs> <laughs> anywhere you walk down the street <laughs> like they just following you <laughs> they are just Stinging nettles are everywhere in the UK. Yeah, half the time when you're walking places in the summer, like in the countryside, you've got to have your arms like above your head to stop the stinging nettles getting you. And of course it's really bloody hot, so you're wearing shorts and you're just brushing against the stinging nettles. Or Mm. like, you know, that weird, where you try and step it down with your booted foot and then it ends up brushing your leg anyway. Yes. Oh my (laughs) God. Or another one gets you whilst you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, lots of stinging nettles. Mm. Um, And so there were stinging nettles in this ditch around the gals. Yeah. Um. And she noticed that they had new shoots growing. Okay. So she was able to work out, which is amazing. I would love to have done like forensic science. Um. That the nettles would have been stood on and flattened 13 days ago. She could figure that out. Jessica and Holly went missing. So they were killed and dumped that the same day. Like the parents were looking for them and they were already gone. Yeah. But how fascinating. You yeah. get to work that out. I mean, that seems like such a niche job, yeah. forensic botanist. Oh, like yeah. who would think that you could become that. She also took soil samples being like a botanist. Yeah. Um, and it matched soil found in Huntley's car boots. And it was doing? also like mixed with pollen and the oh. pollen from that area mixed the pollen in these soil samples in Huntley's car. That's boot. crazy. So cool. Wow. In a Yeah, morbid way. Yeah, but Patricia Um, is amazing, yeah. I would love that job. Mm. So, at their arrest, Huntley and Carr denied any involvement, despite, like, this evidence. Yeah. um, And stuck to their initial story. Mm -hmm. But what they didn't know, and what Carr didn't know, is that police already knew that they were lying. Uh Uh-huh. So Carr, remember, had said, that she'd given Huntley an alibi. Yeah, no, I was there when the girls came by. Yeah, I was I in the was bath there. upstairs. Yeah,
1: <laughs> who um, has a
0: bath in August in the summer? You're just going and at yeah. that time of night, you're gonna yeah. Get sweaty. Yeah, baths are for the winter when you want to be cozy and warm. It's a shower in yeah. the summer when you get up or when you go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Or, There's no point during the day <laughs> unless you've done exercise. Yeah. Because then in the summer you stink. Yeah, that's the bad thing about doing martial arts in the summer. It's like, you're meant to obviously go to class, like, nice mm. and clean because you're working closely with people. Yeah. And it's really hard to go What?: Well, because you clean. wear, like, this proper, like, long-sleeved, long-legged yeah. thing. I do pole where it's pole fitness. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just go to a pole dancing club to get some extra cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> um, no, so I do pole fitness club. Um, and I wear, like, these little booty shorts and a little mm. crop top. And, oh, my God, we get disgustingly sweaty and stick to the poles Yeah. And that. Or if I go out for a run. Oh, yeah. And I come home and I'm just, like, holding my hands out, like, <laughs> out so I'm not sticking to myself. I walk through the door and I'm just like to Josh, don't even touch me yet. I need yeah. a shower. Oh, <laughs> you God. You don't want to come near. <laughs> Stay back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, no, weirdo having a yeah. bath at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they'd obviously like looked into this and they'd got reports and calls and obviously CCTV stuff mm. and proof the car was actually visiting family up north in Grimsby. Which, now Grimsby think... I've heard of, but mm-hmm. I still like had to kind of like look, I'm shit at geography, I kind of mm-hmm. had to look roughly where it is. Yeah. And it's, um, Sort of towards Skegness Way. Oh, Sort of right. like a three hours drive from on. Okay. So up that sort of Decent wear way. way away. Yeah, exactly. You're not just like popping up. <laughs> Any American five listeners and... <laughs> are going to be like scoffing at us <laughs> saying like three hours is like quite a far distance. It's, it's like, like... <laughs> Halfway across the country. Yeah. Um... You're not just going to pop there for a cup of tea and pop back and no. have a bath. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like put it in perspective. <laughs> Although if you've been in the car for that long in the summer, you might need a like a shower or bath you just put the aircon on ours doesn't work very well I, yeah. I i have a lovely car that has heated yeah. seats yeah, you the have a fancy car con. like we're the poor relations so <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's why i'm trying to go self-employed and be a tutor so <laughs> um so yeah um and this bit is just like okay i'll ju- i'll just read it and go with it mm-hmm. so oh, God. at his arrest mm. Huntley's parents came out and said that Huntley had been deeply troubled by the girl's disappearance right and that he kept on seeing them in his dreams where he was talking to them and so to them he just couldn't have done it like I'm sorry people that doesn't sound like a like innocent conscience guilty conscience yeah cough who also and if I was him I don't think I'd go telling, like, you or mum, like, oh, I've been dreaming about the girls who disappeared. Yeah. That's such a weird thing to tell people as well. I don't know. You do tell me some weird dreams. I do, yeah. To be fair. (laughs) I had a really weird dream last night where, (laughs) I can't remember why, but we were in, like, I was with Josh, and we were in, like, this tall skyscraper building, and it had, like, you know, like, the kids... Slides that go round and round. It had those in it and stuff to get between different floors. (laughs) And for some reason, we were like security were were after us. We needed to find a way out. So we called someone (laughs) on this red phone and just like, can you give us a like secret way out, please? (laughs) So they opened this hatch (laughs) and we we went down like this hatch and into a lift and the lift went down into like this basement. What the fuck? (laughs) I know. But then in the basement. There was lots of, like, it was just, like, this giant corridor that was filled with, like, knee-high Lego that we were, like, having to (laughs) wade and crawl through (laughs) to get out. And I was just, like, I remember in the dream and there was just, like, bits around the wall that you could try and, like, climb up onto so you didn't have to be on the Lego Mm -hmm. and you could go around that instead. (laughs) And then we were at this supermarket and we couldn't find a way out of the supermarket because it was a maze. What the? So you were like in Ikea, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I remember saying to Josh in the dream, I was just like, are we sure this is a secret way out or is this actually purgatory on the way to hell? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> oh you actually remember saying that in the dream? Yeah. <laughs> is this purgatory on the way to hell? Yep. What the fuck? I don't know. You had too much whiskey last night. <laughs> I had whiskey in the afternoon. I moved on to gin in the evening. Oh, my God. Not just like habitually. We, we <laughs> went and did an experience day. But anyway, um, guilty conscience that Huntley yeah, mm-hmm. has, dreaming about them, to obsessively talking about the case. Yep. Classic. Yep. So during interrogation, police finally managed to get Carr to admit that she had given Huntley a false alibi. Yeah. Um, but please believe that she still continued to lie to them about other mm. stuff. Um she stated, for example, that when she came home, um she like deep cleaned the house to so the point the house was so deep clean deep cleaned, officers remembered, that like paint had been scrubbed off of tiles. Okay. That's a bit Which, which more than... I'm sorry, that's a bit more than just like your average clean. Yeah. And she was their teacher. Yeah. Oh, um horrible. and she said that Huntley had let the place get in a mess while she was away visiting family. So she was just, like, cleaning, giving it a proper clean when she came back. Right. As you do. Like, I don't think she was entirely lying. I think that it was a mess when she came back, but not just, like, normal life mess. I think murdering some children mess. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That definitely would mess your house up. Yep. Yeah. Definitely need to scrub those tiles. Mm. So... They obviously arrested them and it went to trial, which, yeah. good. Um, and the prosecutors obviously laid out what they think happened that night. They think it's highly likely um, that Huntley's account was based around half-truths, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he definitely was probably the last person to see well, him. exactly. <laughs> but things like the fact that he told them that Car was in the house upstairs. Yeah. It's believed that yes, he did tell them that, mm-hmm. but he told them that to lure them inside, not so that they right. just leave. Oh, so yeah, it's believed mm. that Jessica and Holly did stop, as I said, and talk to Huntley that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Huntley, as I said, lured the girls inside by telling them that the car was just upstairs. Um, and they think that they were killed like really shortly after oh, going into his that's... house. Oh. um, poor kids, it's just awful. So police also presented the evidence of the soil pollen and stinging nettles that Wiltshire had reported, like, with her amazing, like, forensic brain. I just... Obviously, murdering anybody is senseless. But children. But, like, yeah, this especially, it just feels so pointless. Yeah. Like, why? There's a lot of, obviously, stuff that we don't have time in the podcast to go into, but um, I read the beyond evil book mm-hmm. um, while researching this which while really frustratingly written at points and <laughs> contradicts itself sometimes yeah um does give some interesting background on Huntley mm. um apparently he was really controlling and jealous and possessive okay. of partners and like car um mm-hmm. and just before killing the girls that night like before they stopped by his house mm. Um, he'd had a short conversation with Cara on the phone where apparently he was like worried that she was out cheating. Oh. Up in Grimsby. Right so he had some like pent up anger and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And then obviously sadly the girls crossed his path at that point. Yeah. And obviously he's, there's a history that he's got as well with having sex with um, or allegedly having sex with underage girls oh. and oh, being very grooming and possessive mm-hmm. and controlling of sort of between eleven and fifteen. Oh years, wow! There's reports of mm-hmm. he was never convicted for any of it. Yeah, uh, but there's been a lot of allegations before he moved to Soham about it. Yeah. And equally, you don't always have to be innocent to have not been convicted exactly. of something exactly but obviously I can't no. state that he did it No, but he was accused of doing yeah. it as if he was angry at Carr and had, maybe he knew as well that they were connected to her yeah, and it's almost like that, to get it? back at her Yeah, that sick kind of twisted way that people's yeah. minds can work so yeah there is but obviously a lot of background that you can get yeah. from this case if you read like the Beyond Evil and other yeah. things so yeah, police. Back to obviously what well, we can cover in this podcast. Yeah. Um Police presented the evidence that they said of the soil pollen and stinging nettle. Um, they'd also found fibers from the girl's clothes in Huntley's house and car boot. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same sort of place that the soil and pollen was found. And yeah. then also there's the fingerprints on the bag containing the burnt remains of the clothes. So there's like a lot of evidence here pointing towards. Yeah. Huntley. Just a bit. Yeah. Um, so with all the evidence, and obviously Carr no longer giving her alibi, uh, Huntley still denied murdering Jessica right. and Holly, but his prosecution and him changed his story. So what did he say happened then? He said that he did invite the girls into his house. Okay. Um, And that was because Holly had a nosebleed. Right. He said that with they him- went upstairs to deal with her nosebleed. Okay. Which, like what the fuck why would you need to go upstairs to Yeah deal with you'd just like food? get them some kitchen roll from the get kitchen Get them you should have them sit down in the garden or yeah. on your sofa. I mean even if even if it was true like something like this happening. Yeah, yeah you'd be so aware of like okay this could look dodgy having yeah. these kids in in my house. And also I'm sorry like it's a 10 year old girl mm. if someone had invited me in like that I would feel so uncomfortable. Yeah or, like Okay, if I thought that, like, if, uh, like they did, Car was there, who they yeah. knew and stuff, that would make me feel a lot more comfortable. But mm. if it was just a man who I kind of knew on his own, inviting mm. me into his house, I'd feel in such a position that I couldn't say no, but yes. so uncomfortable mm-hmm. at the same time yes. as well. How old was he at this point? He was mid to late 20s. Yeah, I so I guess maybe he mid I think felt more comfortable because he wasn't that much older but still even at 10 someone in their mid-20s seemed so old to me Mm. yeah jesus so yeah Um, you wouldn't like i work obviously with um people under the age of 18 yeah and i'm always (laughs) so aware of like making sure that i keep all of my sort of like safeguarding like yeah at the forefront yeah and like, he works at a school surely he's mm. got to know about safeguarding and yeah. stuff like that even in 2002 even as a caretaker, surely yeah. they, they, they still have to, have to be aware yeah. of all of that and that's yeah. what i thought so yeah obviously with the nosebleed and everything he said that they go upstairs which like what the fuck yeah um and it was upstairs that he accidentally apparently knocked holly into the bath which was full of water as he had been washing his dog but he was In the washing his now. dog oh right okay yeah so okay. he was not washing the dog outside anymore he yeah. was washing would you not pull the plug when you're done I, I always drain the water straight away when I'm done with the bath yeah because it's dirty dog water yeah or dirty person water exactly either isn't great <laughs> no. um and I mean your eldest Yeah. same age yeah I would find it really difficult to just accidentally bump into her and knock her over into the bath like completely. into something yeah yeah you you know maybe a like a little bump where you sort of have a wobble and like an oh need to grab onto the yeah like exactly. door frame or like something. It doesn't but ring true. You don't just that's tip not over. as ridiculous as it gets. Oh god. He then said Jessica started screaming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So he covered her mouth and nose to make her stop. As, as you, you do. do. Yeah. Um, she then accidentally died, as she had, as he hadn't realised that she couldn't breathe until she went limp. That takes a little while to suffocate. People someone, don't just they? go limp. No. I'm sorry, they start spasming and struggling, yeah. and even once they've gotten to the limp point, yeah, they... you have to keep on depriving yeah. them of oxygen before they die. Exactly, it takes a good like minute at least. Everyone thinks that you can underwear. like accidentally strangle or suffocate someone. You really can't. No like no. you, it's something ridiculous like four minutes or something you have to be strangling someone mm. before they die that's you can't accidentally do that i'm sorry no and they're going to be definitely like physically resisting and like thrashing about yeah they're 10 year olds they're not like no they're not and, little little yeah and how do you hold your hand over somebody's nose and mouth so completely and for long enough that it's Stopping them from breathing entirely. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't even do that to myself. Like get my hand to cover my nose and mouth to a point where I can't. I can breathe at all. Just tried it. So I can, but it's hard. Yeah, yeah it's not <laughs> an accidental thing. No, because you have to like pinch you'd have to be like and... properly gripping their face. Yeah. Anyway um so he said that after this when um accidentally killed jessica he turned round and holly had just accidentally drowned in the bath while that was hang happening. on so a 10 year old is supposed to have fallen into the bath and then what just laid there until they drowned yeah instead of getting out of it yeah like i've like fallen a 10 year old o- yeah i've fallen over into water and you you can just push yourself back up and, and get out yeah what the um like unless she got knocked out and i <laughs> don't see how that would have happened so yeah what the he then f- obviously went on to strip the girls as you do burn rather their than clothes. calling the police to say oh my god there's been a horrific accident exactly? please come and give them cpr i mean i don't think he admits to this bit but it's the point i'm making like after this when he's accidentally killed the girls yeah he strips them burns their clothes dumps their bodies tries to, tries burn, to them. burn them goes on TV weeping for them and uh-huh. for them to come home, all the while knowing that they're dead, but it's just an accident. Yeah. Like, no, that's foul. Yep. The, how can you stand there and say those sorts of things, knowing full well what has happened to them and what you've done exactly. in front of their, like, grieving parents? Well, not even, like, completely grieving parents, because they've got no fucking clue where they are. They're and still if hoping they're... that yeah. they could be found. Yeah. Like, it's... Oh. So anyway, the forensic pathologist stated Mm -hmm. in court that Huntley's version of events was wholly implausible. Yeah. And so then Huntley was Uh cross-examined. Now, I just wanted to read this because (laughs) I love how Mr... I think it's Latham cross-examines him and what he gets Huntley to admit. Okay. So you've got Mr. Latham. If you'd given that girl the slightest chance, she would have lived, wouldn't she? Huntley. Yes. Mr. Latham. You killed her, hadn't you? Huntley, whispering, yes. Right. (laughs) Mr. Latham, putting your hand towards her mouth. Huntley, yes. (laughs) Mr. Latham, if you block the mouth and nose, what starts to happen to someone? Huntley, you starve them of oxygen. Okay. Mr. Latham, they start in effect to die. Huntley, Mm -hmm. yes. Mr. Latham, it doesn't happen in a moment. Huntley, no. (laughs) Mr. Latham then asks Huntley what Jessica was doing when she couldn't breathe. Huntley, Struggling. So you'd let go and be like, oh, oh my fucking god. Mr. Latham, fighting for her life, when you, wasn't she, Mr. Huntley? Huntley, yes. Mm. Hmm. So I'm sorry. So he was fully aware that she was fighting for her life and dying. Yeah, I just thought that that was interesting to just read He didn't out even there. try to deny it there. No, he then goes on to deny that he held Jessica under the water, though. Right. Or Holly under the water. Were they able to determine... Am I completely mucking up your... Yeah, sorry, sort of, Holly, under um, the water. I might be completely mucking up when you're getting to stuff, but were they able to determine what caused their death? No, and like literally, that's what I was going to come on to next. Oh, you like right on time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So... We are totally unscripted and don't practice this. I know. I'm just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like you pointed out sadly, like, there's, there's never going to be able to be that closure of what actually happened that night because mm. it's only Huntley yeah, and, and, and he the won't go to night. But uh, because he burnt the Bodies of the girls mm. and their clothes, and they weren't found for almost two yeah, weeks. Yeah, in the summer as well, in the Fenlands where you've got like, exactly so, so much, much water, humidity, yeah, insects, heat, insects, insects, and animals, um, and yeah. Sadly, um, forensics just didn't have any way of determining oh. how they did actually die. Um, but to me. Like, the whole way through Huntley has given half-truths. mm um, Sort of, I suppose, makes it easier to lie in some ways if you keep what happened true, but the motives and yeah. how it happened... As, as the bits that yeah. you lie about. So, to me, like, it would... In my mind, like, yeah, they probably did. He probably did sort of suffocate drown Jessica and... and then drown Holly. Yeah. Oh, horrible. Um But, and said, so whatever the truth of that night mm. which sadly we can't know no, like, no and how should go through no, that god no and but how as well did he manage to do that to both of them because they're like 10 year olds aren't small like, I, I wonder how on earth it's horrible to think about like how on earth he was able yeah. to control both of, both them. of them and yeah uh, yeah if he did kill them Separately as well. Yeah, mm. I suppose they if you it's lock awful. a bathroom door, yeah, yeah, a 10-year-old true. can't pull you off of someone, no, can they? No, that's true. So, sadly, maybe mm. one of them watching the other and then... Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, oh, so, sadly, yeah. Because of him, they had their lives completely robbed from yeah, them. Exactly, like. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. So Huntley was found guilty of two counts of murder. Surprise, surprise. Um, sadly, he was only sentenced to 40 years in jail. 40. Yes. Yep. So that means that he'll be eligible for parole in 2042, oh which is God. only 20 years away. I was going to say, that's not very far away. And he'll only be 68. Bloody hell. So... Still capable of going out there and killing other people. Yeah, exactly. Which... Or even, if nothing else, even if he didn't go, kill anyone else. He does not deserve to go out and no. have a life after that. And there's, I'm sorry, but there's always the risk of that. With people that hurt mm. or kill children, I don't agree with ever taking that no. risk because you're taking that risk of some child's life. And by the time yeah it's too late, a child's been hurt or mm. lost their lives. You At the point can't. where they've already decided to murder somebody, they yeah. don't deserve that second chance at the expense no. of an innocent person's exactly. life. No. That's, that's my opinion. Mm. The local authorities um well before that actually car got sentenced to three and a half years mm-hmm. for perverting the course of justice um i think it's because to me that seems like a light sentence that does but i think seem... <sighs> so difficult because obviously she, she wasn't involved in killing them. Do she didn't have any desire to kill them from the sounds of it no she just helped yeah. cover it up And And if he was a very abusive, controlling person, maybe she was. And I think that may be why she got such a life sentence, because she did testify against Huntley. She took back her statement with the alibi, and she did say to the police, like, their relationship was abusive. She did what he asked and covered for him, because that Mm. was the dynamic in their relationship. And in abusive relationships, that is, sadly, what can happen. Yeah, all too often that that does yeah you as a person and your sense of morals and that becomes so hard to follow through with because this other person has such control over you Mm -hmm. um so she was released in 2004 um she got a new identity and everything Uh, and she would have been about 27 yeah so um the local authorities after this and like all the welfare Mm -hmm. services they did like the serious case reviews that they always Mm -hmm. do um, and like usual they said lessons will be learnt from this. Right. Even though lessons never seem to actually be learnt from no. these. <laughs> um and they found that Huntley, as I said earlier, like were well, never actually being convicted of anything, mm. did have like this past of accusations involving sexual assault and attacks on underage yeah. and young girls, including, as I said, an eleven year old. Mm-hmm. But because he moved from Lincolnshire to Soham, he was completely like able to escape his past and get yeah, a fresh start. Those are quite a few counties away from each other. Whereas mm. if he'd obviously stayed there, police mm. would have known his history and yeah. So mm. yeah, I mean, it's horrifying that by doing that he was able to sort of just mm, get so away easily, from So easily, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, this bit's probably going to make oh, you god. go. Oh mm. god. Um, I think I liked what you did in one of your episodes that we recorded, which was sort of focusing on, especially with such young children, sort of them at the end and not mm. who committed the crime. So Jessica and Holly were buried on the Monday and Tuesday after their bodies had been found. Mm. Um, 500 of the police who had worked the case had been invited. 500. 500. God. Um, and the Reverend asked that Jessica and Holly were to be remembered for the happy, trusting and loving girls that Aww. they and everyone were. Um, and that everyone should try to be better and more like them. So Holly's dad, Kevin Wells, um, wrote a poem for Holly Aww. titled The Soul and Rose," mm. which he actually read aloud at her funeral. It's like, I don't get how you get that no. strength. Like, I've, obviously... If I can't even make it through just talking about a case that I'm in no way connected to without breaking down. <laughs> exactly. I'd be absolutely useless. Yeah. So mm. I've read the poem oh. in the research. I'm not going to read it here because oh. it'll make both of us Yeah. Um, mm. But it's a beautiful poem that I think is well worth read. Mm. Um. And like this last little bit of sort of tidbit of information, I guess, is the following year, um, at the we have like an annual flower show yeah. in this country so at that annual flower show they actually had made an orange petaled rose mm-hmm. uh, oh god <laughs> called the summer rose in oh. memory of the girls oh that's so nice so mm-hmm. yeah i'm not the only one who ends up crying through cases <laughs> no i can go at points yeah oh god so yeah that is the very close to our heart case of Jessica and Holly, um from Salem. Yeah. That's it's kind of We need to do one yeah, that doesn't involve children. Say, it's a little bit depressing that we can't even say, Oh, we'll cover a happier one next time. None of them are happy. No, no none of the cases we're ever gonna cover are happy because they're all grime. I think we definitely need to do one that is involving children. Yeah. One that's just a little bit lighter and Yeah. Yeah. I think Maybe next time we might do the Panama tourists, mightn't we? We might Which, do. Who yeah. are adults? We'll yes. see. But either way, we're going to go for an adult <laughs> case. It's just, yeah, N- not easier, but uh, not children. I'd yeah, say. that's children, so animals, tough. just like mm. yeah, it's much harder to be objective about. Yeah. So um, enjoy yeah. enjoy your week yeah. and. um... Tune us in with us. Tune, us in, tune, tune us, in us in with us. Tune yeah. us in with us. Yeah. <laughs> tune us up. <laughs> tune her with us next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy your week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.